It's Grace Avenue back with Emily. And I'm Donovan. And we welcome you back to another episode. And we don't know what number it is. We're losing count. We still don't know. Um, so we are just enjoying fall scented candles today. We are. Cinnamon Dolce Creamer in our coffee. It is fall. The leaves are dropping. Um, the air is getting crisper. I'm so pumped. We are so excited. Everyone's got pumpkins on their porches. <laughs> they do. Emily has this little flower arrangement. It's like fall sitting on her countertop. I was like, oh my goodness. The aesthetics in here are crazy good. Um, and I don't know. I just, I like when the season changes. It just feels like, like a brush of, like a literal breath of fresh air. Like, like it's a new thing. Doesn't it? And I know spring is supposed to be symbolic of new life. Yeah. But for some reason, every year when fall comes, I feel this refreshing and yes. this newness. Right. Because, okay, summer was fun. Summer was hard. Summer was like the whole list. And it's like, okay, new new shot, new chance. Yes. Like, I just have, I don't know. I have a new outlook. I don't know if I, it was because I went on vacation, but I'm like, okay, I'm fine. I'm ready. Yeah. And routine. Yes. Fall routine kicks back in for most of us and schedules and routine and it is so funny. That sounds so rigid, but especially for someone like I consider to be my a creative in a sense. Yeah, I agree. Um, but I love a good schedule and I love yeah. a good routine. And I feel like most of us thrive on that. No, Isn't that I, funny? Yes, it is kind of funny. Um, and that you can that you can build a routine that like feeds creativity. Oh, yeah, we should do a whole episode on what you just said. Yeah, and we should call some really yeah, we should interview creatives. Please, somebody DM us. Like Someone creative write people. Write this down. Yeah. Help us. <laughs> um, <laughs> no. So that, yeah, I'm glad you're feeling that way too because, um, I don't know, I was like, the kids went back to school and so I don't know, I feel like a new person. I, I feel <laughs> a little crazy, but I do. <laughs> no, there's really something to that. And I think um, it's funny because ironically, the leaves are falling off the trees yeah. and winter is coming but we all feel very alive and excited yeah you know it's just such a so ironic okay one time like fall 2019 is what I remember like the Lord speaking this to me in the fall um this is so random I didn't plan to say this um but I just remembered him saying endings can be the most beautiful part I was finishing grad school and it was just like endings are not all, like lean into the ending lean it and that's where we're feeling like. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So I don't endings know. are not comfortable, and I'm mm. not. I, someone once told me I do not have the gift of goodbye. Well, uh, shoot. <laughs> and I, uh, and that can sound really harsh, but that actually helped me because I needed to learn that that goodbyes are necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's hard for me. Is that hard for you? Goodbyes. Um. Hmm. Okay, yes, I would say letting go is hard for me. I yeah. feel like I'm going to move cities and I'm going to change jobs, and my, but we're still going to be as close as we were. Like I sometimes work really hard to never even do goodbye. Oh, also so, not healthy. So like um, everything's going to change, but I'm going to make sure nothing changes. Between in, relationally. Yeah. Yes, yeah. absolutely. I can manage a relationship long distance. I'm calling you too much. I'm calling you too much. That is funny. Um, yeah. So the ironic thing about what's happening now is that this podcast is talking about new things. 
and I have derailed us <laughs> to the beauty of endings. So, that is so funny. I don't know how to naturally, I'm just going to be honest. That is so funny, but that was a perfect segue into what we're talking about. New things. So Donovan let the cat out of the bag. There you go. Um, so today we would like to just chat because that's what we do here on Grace Avenue. Mm-hmm. We have our coffee and we're chatting and you're probably driving or cleaning or doing something, walking, running, that allows you to just hang out and listen with us. But we're going to chat about doing a new thing. Right. And when a lot of us think of something we've never done before. Right. Which would make it new. Mm-hmm. We feel apprehensive, a little fearful, and we're usually a lot more quick to list the reasons why it won't work than the reasons why it will. So we are really good about coming up with ideas and dreams and visions and starting well. Um, I'm sorry. No, no, no. So we are really good about coming up with ideas and having dreams. Um, and hopes. Hopes. And we get excited about ideas. But we're not always great about starting. Mm -hmm. So that's what we want to chat about today. What causes us to not do some of the ideas we have or um, the dreams that are in our heart? That's that's so good Um, because, you know, before we dive into those, I I bet a lot of people are like me and they have this idea of themselves or life or joy in their head. Um, but they don't always feel permission to move after it. Right. Um, Donovan, I talked about this one time. I'm sorry, my pauses are always so long. I just really like to just take, a, take a good breath there. <laughs> I once shared on this, um, but the little drop down that happens on your Mac, if you have a Mac, Apple products, it'll pop down and say, do you want to update your computer? And it'll say, you can get more details. You can install the update now, or you can wait until tomorrow. I push wait until tomorrow every time. Okay. Same. (laughs) So a few years back that happened to me and it was like, Holy spirit punched me in the gut. And, and when that happened, it felt like God said to me, and these are, God speaks to me in some crazy ways, but this is what I felt like he said. I have told you to do some things and you keep hitting wait until tomorrow. You have literally changed everyone's life. I, <laughs> oh my gosh. And that, I'm serious, that changed me. And now every time I press wait until tomorrow, I think of that. I mm-hmm. think of God speaking that to me and just uh, how he gives us things and we need to act on it. And, um, and I need that. I need just sometimes to be reminded, hey, why have you not started yet? Right. Why have you not jumped in both feet first? Right. And, uh, you know, the answer to that question, if we're talking about me, um, is 100% it's fear. Um, I am a very, very afraid person. Um, Like, I think everyone has fear. I am the extreme side of the spectrum. Like I just operate out of fear. I'm naturally careful afraid. Um, and usually when I hold back because I'm afraid, it's because I have measured whatever the thing is. I have measured its ability to succeed based on me and not on God. Right. Um, I've said, 
oh, I, I can't do it. I won't be able to do that. Well, sure, that's probably true. There's a lot of things I can't do. But if he called me to it, if he has given it to me, and, and sometimes it doesn't even have to be a calling. I am not called to be a podcaster. Like, I'm not, Grace Avenue was not a calling. But it was like a little a little gift, like, that we arrived at. Like, we just yeah. had this brainchild to be here. We're sitting at coffee, and we're like, start, supposed to be talking about a book. And we're like, but you know what would be more fun? A podcast. <laughs> yeah, and we dove, I'm really proud of us, because we dove right in. And you know we can get to this in a minute, yeah. Donovan, but I think what helped me is I had someone with me. Same. Yes. I wasn't as scared because we did it together. I remember this phone call that we had um, after this was already moving. Like we we had already done some things and, and committed to making this happen where both of us really quickly admitted to the other one, there's already a thousand podcasts out there. Why should we do it? Like we had both separately had that, that doubt, that feeling that this is pointless. Um, but we were able to champion the other one out of it. Like, I think that's, that was true for me. I was like, what do I, but I was like, no, Emily, you should definitely have a podcast. And you did the same for me. And there's something about having people that go with you. Yes. When you're starting. Yeah, there really is. And what if we had stayed there? And thought, why should we do this? There's already a million. If that had kept us from starting. We talked about this the other night. Donovan and I, we went to a surprise birthday party in Lexington for a friend. She rode with some people. I drove up separately. We rode back together. It was such a fun time. It was such a fun time. It was so good. Um, But we were on the way home and we were talking about um, not doing things because there's so many other people doing it. Or or something like that. Somehow we we got on that topic. Mm -hmm. And... I remember hearing in uh, this worship school uh, that I watched a video of, there was a message that a creative pastor was presenting. And she said, what if all the people that have done amazing things had never started or never finished? Like, what if the song Amazing Grace had never been written? Or like, what if only the first verse had been written and the song had never been completed? Or what if the Sistine Chapel was never finished. Mm-hmm. Um, just in, she went through piece, masterpiece after masterpiece, famous song after famous song, famous book. Like what if those people had said, well, you know, there's too many songs out there. Why should I write Amazing Grace? There's too many. Right. I'm kind of, this is kind of embarrassing to suggest to the world that I think that I'm an artist or I think I could write a worship album or I think I could write a book. Like that's, I don't, I wouldn't want to put my work up against all the other good ones. That would be embarrassing. Right. Yeah. So all those reasons that run through our head, but what if everyone thought that no one would create, no one would start no one would go for it. And and you know what, Donovan, it makes me think of? What? I almost think it's a lack of confidence in knowing who God made us to be. Yeah. And having and knowing how the creator views us instead of looking at us through our own lenses. Mm-hmm. And remembering with God, all things are possible. If God gave me an idea, he'll see it through. Right. Um, I think we get lost in our own heads and we forget those truths. I think you're exactly right. And I think there, if we're not careful, 
there's a lurking motivation in there that you almost can't see because it's so hidden, which is what if this podcast or this book or this song doesn't work out? That's going to make me feel X, like a failure, like a, um, and on the flip side of that, if this does work out, I would feel really, really good about myself. Not that feeling good about about yourself isn't a natural part of existing, but to some degree, we're we're focused on our glory, like maintaining a certain image or a value. Um, I there's a I I want to look up the quote and and we'll put it in the notes so that who said it. But in the book that I'm going through right now, he he quotes um, an author who got an got a letter from an I think a newspaperman. Um, This was. It was a long time ago. And he said he was in, wanted to interview him about being a success. And this famous author, he had like a best-selling book. Um, he said, I have never tried to be a success. I don't know why anyone would ambition to be a success. I've actually done my very best to never succeed because nothing gets in the way more of doing the Lord's work is being a personal success. Um, oh. Right. What? And I, well, yeah, he said it. Um, and, um, yeah, I was just, I I was shocked by it and I was like, oh gosh, all the work that we're doing, we're, we're doing not maybe we, we might be tempted not to do it out of just faithfulness. Yeah. Out of worship. What if we just did things as unto the Lord, as unto the Lord, imagine what if we, what if we started a podcast because God's worth talking about? Yeah. What if we sang songs to him because he's worth singing? Yeah. Right. Um, and I think if we get people around us who know the Lord, um, and I'm not saying you have to do like, I mean, you, you might just want to start an Etsy business, uh, right? like whatever, get people around you who encourage you to do things as unto the Lord. Yes. And even better, if you can have a teammate like Donovan and I found each other for this podcast, that is such a empowerment and a blessing and more rewarding and so much more rewarding to share it together. So if you're wanting to start something new and just pray about God sending you the right person to come alongside with side of you and do that with you. And you know, like you were saying, Donovan, we are almost scared to be a failure. Like you were saying, Mm -hmm. I, had a moment this morning I was reading a cartoon board book version of the story of Noah Noah's mm-hmm. Ark to my son we were on the couch it's like 7 a.m we're reading Noah's Ark and the first page was God told Noah to build an ark to save his family from the flood so God obey so Noah obeyed and built the ark even though there was not yet a drop of rain and I read this and I've read the story right. of Noah and the ark. And sometimes I think we accidentally elementary uh, that story because mm, we well learn said. it. We learn it in Sunday school and Bible camps growing up when you're a kid. But that story is quite profound. <laughs> Even, Agreed. You know, yes. We simplify it so much. But I was reading that and I thought, wow, what faith that took. Noah did what God told him to do. It gives me chills saying it. It makes me want to cry too. God, God told Noah something and Noah had to do it. He, well, he didn't have to, he chose to obey. He obeyed God and he did without any sign that what God said was going to happen would happen. There was no sign. And you know, he garnered ridicule. Right. 
like we've just been talking so far about like what if it goes right like what if there's good Noah's thing was hard and long I think it was really long right okay and you know that people were like you're building a boat right here because water's gonna come down right from the sky but he started Donovan he started he started without a sign of things happening the way God said they would he just trusted God enough to start do we trust God enough to start I hope so. I'm going to pray. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. But that's okay. It's same with Abraham, right? Like right. he's well, first he's like, just leave your homeland. Just, just start walking. Take everything you've got. So he's talking about a fresh tone. Yeah. Like, Come on guys. Let's go. Don't know. I don't know where we're going. Um, you know, and I don't, I don't know what it was like in Abraham's day for someone to say they'd even heard from the Lord. Like, what did that, what did that look like? I don't know. Um, or, or when he's, you know, goes to sacrifice Isaac. Like he just starts. Like he just goes. Knowing, is it is it Hebrews or Romans that tells us that Abraham knew the whole time that God was going to take care of it. Yeah. That God had called him to something complicated. Yeah. But he believed that God was even able to raise him from the dead. He knew that if he followed through with this terrifying request from the Lord, he believed even then that God was going to work it out. So an unwavering belief in God to go do what he says to do, to start. Because of who God is. Right. There, there is that piece, I think, where we got to like reach in and like remove our ego. Yes. And reputation. Yeah. Because those guys didn't care if they fell flat on their face. God right. said it. So they yeah. did it. Oh, I want to be like that. Oh, man. I admire that. Yes. Me too. Yes. I, and, uh, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. Was, you got good stuff over there. No, no, no. I was just going to say uh, my church had like this kind of revitalization week um, where this team came in from outside and they um, just. That, hold on. That's Donovan's very fancy way of saying a revival because she is that cool and that deep of a person. Uh, if it was me, I just would have been like, we had this revival, y'all, and it was great. <laughs> okay. I'm just going with the branding. Please go ahead. Revitalization. Our revitalization week. This team came in. They were really cool. Um, so, but um, one night he talked on obedience, which is so good for my heart, um, which is, re- this is relevant to starting. Um, that obedience um, comes out of adoration, true obedience. You know, he talked about how obedience is doing what God says when he says it. Um, with the right heart attitude. I don't know if you've heard that phrase, but it's always convicting to me. Um, and the way that you do it at the right time with the right heart attitude is because you you adore Christ mm-hmm. more than yourself, right? Like, um, that's and that's such a freeing thing. That sounds like you lose yourself in it, but actually, I don't think that's true. I think in adoring him, we're freed from all these fears that would keep us from starting fun things. right. Maybe it's a new job. Maybe it's a new relationship. Maybe it's a, a new hobby, city. Um, what would, I mean, maybe there's more freedom there and, and our fears are just holding us back from that. That's what the enemy would want, I think. Yeah, exactly. And that's, I think that's why all of our what ifs are usually negative mm-hmm. instead of what if this flourishes? Yeah. What if this business that I feel led to start, what if it goes so well? Right. And just multiplies and multiplies. What if this idea I have goes somewhere? What if this thing takes off? What if this, you know, I think a lot of times our what ifs are so negative. They are. But if we flip it the other way and think, 
what if none of those bad things happen? Right. What if this goes great? What if God does send a flood and we're me and my family are protected? I guess I should build the boat. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, yes. So the, I think that's a big reason why we don't start is we are just fearful of, well, we said that earlier, but just fearful of all the what ifs and all the unknowns. Um, but, you know, there's so many quotes and bumper stickers mm-hmm. um, about this, but it it would be worse to not, it would be worse to not try than to try and fail. And there's, oh, so, there's so many ways that's said. And we all believe that. We're like, yeah, that's true. Oh, that's good. What a good quote. Let's put it on the wall. Kind of back to what you said um, about think of, think of someone didn't do it. Think of all the people that wouldn't be blessed, like you said, if Amazing Grace hadn't been written or any number of worship songs. Um, and I think sometimes that helps too. When you're trying to get the focus on off of I'm not good enough, what if I fail, this is dumb, I can't. And I relate to all that. I've had such huge battles with the Lord on, on these kind of fearful things. But what helps is when you think about if this does work, who could benefit? Who, who could help? Because when you start thinking like that, you know, yes. I think if I write this piece about this medical treatment and 10 doctors read it or 20 patients read it, that is 10 people who have a new piece of information that could be like life altering. Right. That it's worth writing the piece. Donovan, that is, that could be the peak of this conversation. Yeah. Because I think that is where we struggle is we need to get the focus off ourselves. That was such such good wisdom you just shared because what if someone gets blessed by what if someone gets blessed by this? And we live in a world that's caught up in numbers. So we think if it's not in the thousands or millions, right. it's not significant. But that is not the way God's kingdom works at mm-hmm. all. When I'm defining my success, I need thousands and millions. But when I define success by helping others, ten people's so worth it. Exactly. So worth it. So worth it. And actually, Donovan and I had this conversation when starting Grace Avenue. Yes. You know what? If 10 people listen to this and get encouraged or five, it's worth it. We're not trying to be something. Uh, we're not trying the to. next top podcast, right. whatever. Yeah. That's not our goal. Our goal no. is to encourage people and get people to recognize God is in every moment with us. He's, yeah. He is right here, right now, working and moving. Um. So anyways, that's such a good word, Donovan. We got to get the focus on others, who it's for, who you can help. and off of ourself. Right. And when you're thinking about starting something new, uh, um, I think it's Bob Goff that says, you look at hungry people or um, thirsty people, people without homes, people without health care, people without education. Start looking for the people who need things as you're starting things. Um, maybe, maybe your Etsy shop offers some kind of encouragement, or maybe this new position could, uh, could allow you to lead a certain kind of person. When you start thinking about them, I feel like inhibitions start falling and you're like, let's go. Like I could yes. maybe make a difference. Yes. Oh, that gives me chills. Just, yeah. Yeah. That just is so motivating. If, if it's about others and it helps one person. It's good. It's good. There was one thing, Emily, that we wanted to talk about to wrap this up, which is how long it might take. Yep. You felt the tone in our voices drop. Because <laughs> we're starters over here. We love to start things. Yeah. 
so I'm so glad you brought that up and not glad at the same time. Right. No, I'm kidding. Um, but sometimes you get, you get a new idea and you get so excited. You have a vision, you have a goal. Um, you get excited, you move past the fears, you move past the insecurities and you start, you have all this momentum from starting that can sometimes wane mm. when you don't see instant fruit yeah. and instant success. Um, so I jumped in and started a small business with a company recently, and I was so excited and so full of ambition and um, motivation and momentum. Yeah. And so I started booking all these events and doing all the things I was told to do, and it looks like it's going to go really well. And all of a sudden people start getting sick and stuff starts changing and um, people are traveling and all the events get canceled. Uh. All of them. And so there was a part of me that thought what most of us think, I believe. Well, God, maybe this wasn't your plan for me. Maybe I shouldn't have done this because it didn't work right out the gate. Because there was instant gratification. It must not be from God. Yeah. yeah. How silly are we? Right. You know, um, but that that's not the case. I knew, I felt like this was a good God honoring thing. I felt like I was supposed to do this. Right. So why would I drop out of it? Yeah. Instantly because it didn't go great. If we all did that with everything, we would never finish anything. Oh, it's so true. You know, after I finished graduate school for journalism, I just really thought, and I, and I knew, I knew that the Lord had pointed me toward both writing and journalism school and the journalism school that I went to. Um, I, I had followed him there. And I just thought, okay, next I need a job, you know, to be a, a reporter job. Um, and I, the, as graduate school waned, I felt the Lord saying, no, you're going to freelance. You know, you're going to have your own business um, where you write for different clients, which um, when you leave grad school, you have no clients. So that's a really weird thing to say you do. Um, and the Lord was good and, and he provided for me what I needed. Um, I don't want to say that he ever left me or didn't provide, but it did not go what I would define as super well mm. right out of the gate. And it can feel a little sticky because sometimes when, especially if the Lord is, you know, maybe this is a brainchild and it's a fun thing. Maybe it's a new scary thing, but you feel God calling you to it. In either case, taking those steps where he's encouraging you to start, like you said, there's momentum there. Once you get rid of those fears and you start moving in faith, there's some excitement. That yeah. That's a good zone for me. Um, but the keeping going when things get hard, when it just doesn't work out immediately, that can be really exhausting. And there's a, there can be a lot of doubt there. Right. And one of the best things that I ever did was be really transparent with the people in my life about the calling to write, to journalism, and to journalism school. Because when I would go to them and say, this ain't it. This is not going to work. I, I've got to do something else. They didn't say, well, here's another job you could take. They right. said, no, you're here. Right. This is it. Keep keep going. And they also like, they provided for me in ways to help me keep going too. So, right. That is so good. Thank you for that personal story. Um, so we just want to encourage you listeners. We've talked about a number of things True that. on starting. Um, but just whatever you feel like is a God idea 
and uh, you have it in your heart to start, jump in. Don't hit wait until tomorrow. Update tomorrow. Right. Jump in. Be a, a believer of your idea. Mm-hmm. Don't let your confidence drop when things don't go amazing right out of the gate. No. And if you can have someone along board with you, right, that is the way to go. That's the way to go. And we're and if you do it for God and do it for others, like you literally can't lose. <laughs>